having an awareness of all of your finances and being really comfortable taking a good hard look at them if you're not in the best situation is really really important if i'm focused if i know what i'm working on if i'm clear on my goals i'm turning off distractions and i'm getting shit done what is my time worth Welcome to the Boss Bay Podcast, a place where we share with you the real behind the scenes of building successful businesses, achieving peak performance and learning how to balance it all. I'm Natalie, your host for this episode and today I am doing another solo and I want to talk about the realness, the reality of becoming a millionaire because I know that you have massive goals and if you're not there yet, a lot of you want to get there. So I want to really lift the lid and have a real conversation about this because I actually don't think I ever have. I don't talk about money that often, but I felt like it was time. So we're going to get into it. And before we get started, there's probably a lot of you wanting a bit more than this episode because I'm going to keep it straight to the point. If you want to go in more depth on any training on scaling your business, on generating more revenue, I've linked below a bunch of free trainings that I've done. No fluff, no BS. I think you'll get a lot of value out of them and especially over the holidays if you're wanting to really invest in your growth and development might be a really good place for you to start so all of those links are below a boss babe is unapologetically ambitious and paves the way for herself and other women to rise keep going and fighting on she is on a mission to be her best self in all areas it's just believing in yourself confidently stepping outside her comfort zone to create her own vision of success So getting straight to it, I had a goal when I was younger, I guess like 18, I probably came up with the goal that I wanted to be a millionaire before I turned 30. Now, it actually happened to me a couple of years ago, but if I go back to remembering that younger version of myself and what I thought was this big audacious goal, because it is, I remember thinking about it and putting that as my intention, like I really want to be a millionaire before I'm 30. But also having this total, I don't have any idea how I'm going to get there or if this is even possible type of mindset. I wanted it, but I didn't really believe it was possible. I hadn't seen anyone around me do it. It wasn't, isn't normal where I come from and I didn't know anyone that had gotten there, but I still had this really big goal. And I remember just thinking, okay, well, if I keep it in my mind and I really lead from the heart and I follow every opportunity and every intuitive moment that tells me I should take this next step then I think I'll get there and I've really done that since leaving school it's very much been a sequence of let me put one foot in front of the other and see where it leads me if it feels like a yes let's go for it and make it a yes is it scary that's fine is it uncomfortable that's fine I will do it as long as I'm moving closer and closer to living out my life's purpose and being fulfilled. That really was my mindset and always has been my mindset, still continues to be my mindset. I'm always willing to do things differently, to take myself out of my comfort zone. Right now, Stephen and I are even considering leaving California and that's so uncomfortable for me. All my friends are here. There is so much that I love about where I live. I have the house of my dreams. I have amazing weather every day. There's so much about where I live that I love. And I'm getting this feeling that moving out of California is the right move. And I'm willing to explore that. I'm not just going to shut it down because it feels uncomfortable. And I've always been that way. But going back to the whole millionaire piece, I don't know if you guys know this, but less than 2% of female founded companies actually reach a million dollars in revenue. So not even touching on becoming a millionaire, 
less than 2% of female founded companies reach a million in revenue, which is a really small number. For men, this is higher. It's not one-to-one. It is higher for men, but for women, it's 2%. Here's the thing. Being a millionaire is not just making a million dollars. Contrary to what a lot of people on Instagram and Facebook will have you believe, you are not a millionaire just because you make a million dollars in your company, right? It's having a million dollars in assets. I know some people on Instagram who are sharing this seven-figure business, but it's barely even profitable. They're barely actually taking any money home and making any money. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. We all know that there's a lot of smoke and mirrors going on on social media. Not everything you see is truth. We all know that. And I'm not saying it's wrong to not be making money and to be having high costs and investing in your business. That's sometimes what is required of your business model. But that doesn't make that person a millionaire. It's having that in assets. So for me, I really, really deep down believe that income and impact go hand in hand. It's not some fancy quote or buzzword to me. I really, really believe it. I feel like if we make a massive impact on the world, we will be given abundance in return. I really, truly believe it. And so I've always focused on the impact. That's always been my number one priority, not the income. For example, our first product at Boss Babe, the site, it's $35 a month. It was 29 when we launched it. Everyone thought we were crazy for giving away the value we did for $29 a month. And we didn't know if we'd get a big volume of people in. We didn't have the millions of followers that we have now. We had no idea how it was going to go. But we did it because growing businesses for us was lonely. It was confusing. It was overwhelming. And so we led with the impact we wanted to make and the problem we wanted to solve. It wasn't about how much money we were making. And that's not really the way that we're motivated. Even though I had this big goal, it wasn't the thing really, really driving me. This big goal for me really summed up all of the things that would come with if I was a millionaire, I was imagining I'd be doing what I love. I'd be having freedom of schedule, location, finance. I wouldn't have the stress of finances, the stress of uncertainty. It symbolized a lot for me. It symbolized that I'd be on the right path, that I'd be helping and reaching a lot of people, that I would be building something really meaningful. It was just so much more and still is so much more than that goal. It's just everything that leads you to that goal. And I think a lot of business owners are actually focused so much on making money that they don't think about their customers enough or how they're leading with value. And I think that can really trip people up. That can trip entrepreneurs up and they might hit a ceiling in their business where they're not making the revenue goals that they hoped for because their clients aren't coming back to them because they didn't have a good experience or their clients aren't feeling like they've seen enough value or know them enough. There are so many things that come with purely going out there with the intention of making money. And I don't think it's a long-term strategy. I think the clients can see through it. I can see through it. If I see someone on social showing up and all they're caring about is, are they making the next sale? It doesn't feel to me, I don't feel attracted to that. And I think other people feel this way too. When I buy from someone, I buy because I see the problem that they're solving for me and that adds something to my life. And maybe I've seen enough value from them or testimonials from them to know that they are the right person to invest with or or something like that. It's not just showing up and putting something for sale and hoping people buy it and making money. It's so much more than that. 
I give away so much value for free. I don't really see competition. I believe very much in collaboration. I have an abundance mindset and I truly believe that there is enough for all of us. And I feel like you feel that way too. When I get DMs or responses to any posts I put out on this topic, it's always the same sentiment. We all believe in leading from that and know that the abundance follows and you don't have to have all of this abundance to have an abundance mindset. Even in the beginning, let's just talk about boss babe. In the beginning, I didn't want to do this alone. That didn't feel right to me. And so when I met Danielle and I pitched her this idea that I had, I was more than willing to say, let's do this 50-50. Let's go all in. Let's put two brains together and create a third brain. I have always been that way and I didn't really have the abundance back then when we were just starting out, but I've always been that way inclined. And I think that's really served me. And so just thinking about where you could maybe have more of an abundance mindset if you haven't already, it's just a total game changer. Another thing, and I want to get practical too, because mindset is a massive thing and I want to get practical in a sense of where maybe do you feel some scarcity or where do you feel some tension Where might you not be leading with value because you are frantically worried about where your next sale is going to come from? And how can you balance that? How can you still lead with impact and contribution in mind, knowing that you do need to make sales to sustain yourself 100%? How can you find that balance and build a long-term business, build a long-term strategy? Another thing is, I know my focus and I don't stray away from that and I never have. And what I mean by that is, and this is not just in business, this is across the board, other people's priorities will always be the priority to them and they might try and make their priorities your priority. And it's really on you to discern that. So it's on you, especially as a business owner, to have your goals in mind and be crystal clear on what your focus is. You should be waking up every single day knowing what you were going to work on, what's going to move the needle for you, what's going to get you closer towards your goal. And so when people come to you with questions, collaborations, ideas, all of their own priorities, you need to feel comfortable saying no and discerning from what isn't moving you towards your goals. This episode is brought to you by Masterclass. Masterclass is one of my favorite self-development platforms and I want to take a minute to talk about it because it's a place that I continue to refer back to every time I'm looking for inspiration and education. So if you haven't explored Masterclass yet, go to masterclass.com slash boss babe and scroll through some of the categories. I think you'll really love it. There are over 200 classes to pick from with new classes added every single month. I recently enjoyed watching Anna DuVernay's class titled Reframe Your Thinking. She's an award-winning filmmaker and she walks you through how to reverse engineer a plan to defy your limits and reach the goal that you have in your vision. So not only does Masterclass have really tangible business development classes, but also includes classes in 10 other categories like food, woman lifestyle, music, wellness, design, so many more. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. Plus, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so there's no risk. Right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash boss babe. Get 15% off right now, masterclass.com slash boss babe. Masterclass.com slash boss babe. This year, learn from the best to become the best with Masterclass. The theme of this year at Boss Babe is keeping things simple. 
2024 is already off to an incredible start. Team Boss Babe is coming off a huge launch that felt so easy, so stress-free and honestly energizing, which says a lot. Quick backstory, last year we did a full platform audit of the subscriptions, platforms and products we were using to run everything behind the scenes and basically cancelled 75% of our subscriptions to go all in on one platform, Kajabi. Listen, you guys, when I tell you I did the research, I did the research. Kajabi is our podcast sponsor and one of the main reasons we had effortless checkouts and amazing customer experience during our most recent launch. The platform has everything you need to build a business online and allows for unlimited ways to diversify your revenue, build your brand, and turn your audience into paying customers. We actually used to have a custom membership platform. We moved all of our membership to Kajabi and it looks better and functions way easier than ever. We also used to have different platforms for things like landing pages, funnels, email campaigns, checkouts, you name it. And it is a breath of fresh air to have everything in one place in Kajabi. There's no need to have multiple platforms with zaps tying them all together. Instead, I really encourage you to go all in on one platform and I'm the biggest fan of Kajabi. They typically don't have extended free trials like this, but right now you can head to kajabi.com slash boss babe and get started with your free 30 day trial. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash boss babe for 30 days completely free to play in the platform and see if you love it just as much as we do. That's kajabi.com slash boss babe. Okay, so before we continue, I'd love to give you some info on our sponsor for this week's episode. Hey there, I wanted to take a little break during this episode to share an exciting live training that's available with me and you're going to want to save your spot. So for many, 2020 resulted in so much uncertainty, but for some, there is a huge opportunity to start or grow your business. Some online business owners have been able to really overcome the hurdles while other industries have struggled. And 2020 has sadly fundamentally changed the way we will be doing business moving forward. And if you have an online business, there are some elements of your strategy that you might need to change, especially in regards to marketing and sales. Even if you're a total beginner and haven't even firmed up a business idea yet, you can absolutely make six figures in 2021. And I'm lifting the lid on exactly how you can do that step by step. So I've put together a completely free training sharing everything you need to know moving forward. In this live training, we'll be covering the exact organic marketing strategies you need to know for 2021 so you're able to prep everything you need to make sales with ease. You do not need to be a marketing pro to make six figures. You just need to follow a proven framework. 2021 is the year to get your business and bank account back on track and tomorrow's success starts today. So get a head start on everyone else by joining us in this free live training. I've got two times available. I'm going to be running it on two days. Don't get left behind. Don't be scrambling last minute. Grab the link in the description below and let's make 2021 your best year yet. Okay, now let's get back to the episode. And we're back. Let's jump straight into today's episode. Now I have turned down some crazy opportunities, really crazy. I'm not even going to get into them right now, but crazy. And in the moment, it was absolutely terrifying. I might never get this opportunity ever again, but I knew it wasn't leading me towards the goals I was working towards. And those goals were more important than just saying yes to something else in the moment out of fear of never having the opportunity again or having FOMO or anything like that. I've always stayed really focused and really true to my purpose and what I'm doing. 
And so again, want to make this practical, have a think about what your lens is when you look at opportunities. Are you looking through the lens of your goals and your priorities? Or are you in a place where you're willing to take every single opportunity because you don't want to let people down or you don't want to experience FOMO? Because if you get crystal clear on what your vision is and what your goals are, you'll know what's a yes and what's a no. So just be thinking about that. And then moving into the actual money part and the finance part, I get asked a lot around how do you actually manage money? What are the practical tips around it? People saying I'm not good at saving and all of those things. So I'll share a couple of things that have worked for me. And before I get into this, I want to share something quite personal. So we're all learning and growing and we all have things that we get to work on. Now, my money mindset a few years ago was not amazing. I had this real fear, and this is getting very vulnerable for me. I had this real fear of losing everything. Now, I'm not going to get into where that came from, but it definitely came from my childhood and it was something that I was really unaware of. I knew I had this fear of losing everything. I would imagine what it would feel like to lose everything. And what's crazy is I actually did manifest that. That's a story for another day, but I did manifest that. And it was only when I started doing therapy and different things and diving into my childhood and different trauma that we've all encountered, but different traumas that I encountered that I started to see this pattern in the conscious versus the subconscious mind and working on my money mindset and having this abundance mindset and not constantly being in scarcity and fearing that I'm going to lose everything was really, really important. And so firstly, just know that even if you don't have the best money mindset right now, it is possible to work on that and change that because I've done a full 360 from where I was. I was the person that especially when I first moved to America and I was living in credit card debt I had absolutely not a single dollar to my name I was terrified to look at my bank statements to see what the balance was to see what I'd been spending I had this pattern of avoidance I would just pretend if it's not there if I don't see it then it doesn't exist which isn't quite true but that's how I felt if I don't look at this then it doesn't exist it's not going to feel as bad which is the first thing that I'm going to tell you not to do having an awareness of all of your finances and being really comfortable taking a good hard look at them if you're not in the best situation is really really important so this means using different apps or it means printing out your bank statements at the end of every month and going through them with a highlighter what could I reduce where have I spent a lot of money what can I budget for next month just getting super clear and not feeling like you need to completely avoid your finances that part is really really important I love the co-pilot app I've been using it for quite a long time and it helps me keep on top of absolutely everything and you get a snapshot of what your net worth is brings in all of your bank accounts it updates automatically it syncs with your bank account so every month it'll give you a full rundown of what you spend, what you spent it on, it'll categorize it and then you can set budgets and it will alert you if you're going over budget. So that's a really good hack. It's called Copilot. I really, really love that. So I recommend that or doing it manually as a starting point for being able to manage your money. I also have a 401k and I invest in stock. So I'm always thinking about, okay, if I'm bringing money home, how do I put this money to work? for me not just have it sitting in my bank account and spend it how does this money go to work for me so I put it in my 401k I invest in stock especially this year with COVID 
the stock market was really volatile and when it crashed I lost a lot of money and I kept investing really heavily because I knew it was going to bounce back so I took that risk and it really paid off I buy a lot of tech stock I look at what companies are going to IPO I look at what companies that I think are going to do really well long term things like that and then I also any money that I'm not investing I don't keep it in a normal bank account because you get such low interest if I'm making this money I want it to go to use for me and I want to make as much money from the money I've already made as possible so I use high interest savings account if you're in America check out max my interest and if you're not if you just do a google search you'll see just look for high interest savings account you'll see what exists in your country for you so the app that I use basically it opens a bunch of different savings accounts under your name with different really high interest rates and it will spread your money out across them and it will automatically update if another bank account is going to give you a high interest rate it will move that money for you there so it's been really really great and I've been making good money just from the money I've got in interest and even if in the beginning for you it's not loads of money maybe it's paying for one Postmates a month or one coffee a month and eventually it starts paying for an outfit and all these different things and that's just money you already had that's making you more money so it's not even about how do I go make more it's like how do I take what I've already got and leverage this Tony Robbins also has a really good book that I'd recommend on finance and really helping you to master your finances so if it's something that you want to get into that's really powerful and then another thing I want to share is I got really, really clear on what my time was worth. Now, I want to preface this with what's my time worth if I'm spending it in the right ways? Not if I'm just mindlessly scrolling Instagram or I'm in the mood where I'm just procrastinating. My time probably isn't worth a lot. But if I'm focused, if I know what I'm working on, if I'm clear on my goals, I'm turning off distractions and I'm getting shit done, what is my time worth? And how can I optimize this? So what I did was I hired support. I hired people to help me so that I can keep my focus on the things that are generating me an ROI. Say your time's worth $1,000 and you can bring in a personal assistant for $30 an hour. That's going to really pay off for you because instead of doing errand running and different things or prepping your vegetables or answering your emails or whatever it is for you, you could be focusing on those thousand dollar an hour um, tasks, whether that's getting clients or creating content or creating programs, whatever it is. Think about what your time is worth and how you can optimize it. So it's less of how do I go make more money? How do I achieve this certain status? And more of how do I really lead with value? How do I lead with impact and contribution at the absolute forefront of every single thing that I do? How am I in alignment with what I know my purpose is? How do I get a really good money mindset and move into a place of abundance and move into a place of being comfortable with money, having money? Then getting really practical. So managing your money, getting more money from the money you've already made, And then optimizing your time spent and bringing in any support that you might need. So I hope this was helpful and more of a real look behind the scenes. And I just want to share, I remember around the time when I hit that quote unquote millionaire status, nothing really changed for me. The feeling was, was all of those risks that I'd taken were starting to pay off. All of that money 
and time that I'd invested into education and learning and growth had paid off. All of those hours and hours that I put in when I had no idea what I was doing but all I wanted to do was show up and help people was paying off and that's really all of it. That's really how it feels. It's all about what am I unlocking as a result of being so in alignment with my purpose and maybe your goal isn't a million dollars, maybe it isn't monetary Whatever your goal is, if you have that top of mind and you think about how can I lead with more impact, contribution and wanting to help people, you will be able to unlock that. It's when you get so caught up in the details and the things that don't matter so much that pulls you away from that. So hopefully this was helpful. Like I said, I would love it if it was take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and maybe share a takeaway that you had or encourage anyone you know that you think would like this to listen to it and please leave a review. We are going all in with our podcast especially in 2021 and any review you leave us providing this good one is really really helpful for us so we super appreciate it. Now I hope you have an amazing holiday week. If you loved this episode, please subscribe, download a few more and please leave us a review. I really want to hear what you enjoyed, what your main takeaways were and I also want to know what you want to hear us talk about next. To say thanks for leaving us a review, we'll send you a copy of The Boss Babe 25. The Boss Babe 25 is the 25 essential resources you need for personal and professional growth. It covers everything from our favorite rituals, books and hacks. If you want a copy, just leave us a review, screenshot it and send to podcast at bossweb.com. We will then email you a copy ASAP. And since we love Instagram, you can go to the hashtag the Boss Babe Podcast and find our latest post and leave a question in the comments. We love reading through the comments and we'll make sure to answer it on our next podcast. <laughs>